Good evening and welcome to Bear This and That Relationship Radio. I'm your host, Cynthia DeLeonardo. It is a pleasure as always to have an opportunity to be with you this way (laughs) on this Sunday evening. I think this is the first time I've ever done a Sunday night broadcast. So, you know, this is uh, new for me. And I could tell you something, it is just as beautiful for me to do it any time of day. But uh, I want to wish you uh, a beautiful Sunday night. It's getting on into the hours, so it's a little different, um, you know, scheduling what you possibly might be doing. So what do we got going? We're getting ready for a new successful week, right? Sunday night, you know, or you had a great weekend. But this weekend is a little different, yes? This is why I'm doing it tonight, because we got a holiday, right? We got a holiday, so uh, I know a lot of us still go to work. Uh, It's still going to be like uh, a regular week, you know, (laughs) one holiday, you know. I I have the kind of jobs that I work all the time, right? So um, I wish you all the best, and I tell you what, we are grateful and thankful to you because of it. Thank you so much. Uh, for the folks that um, are on vacation and taking the long weekend, this is a different kind of Sunday, and you're probably still outdoors on your deck or doing something uh, with friends and family. Possibly you're entertaining, or maybe you're on some romantic getaway or some last finale uh, vacation with, with your partner and your kids, right? Because uh, this is uh, probably the finale of the summer weekend, right? Um, before the start of real fall, like serious, like steps is, is coming down the pike this week. You know, school, right? School time is here. I know a lot of the kids, uh, the college folks, I think, have started already some. And uh, depending on what state you live in, uh, especially the southern states start early. I mean, they start going back to school when the air conditioning is still pumping like huge. Like sometime in like the second week of August or something. You know, it's terrible, right? Um, but up here in the Northeast, I think a lot of the schools start after the, the um, holiday weekend. So the kids can, uh, you know, get their wheels, you know, turning this weekend. And uh, I'm sure they're all prepared to go back between this week, right? This week and uh, some next week. I know when my kids were in school, it, was, it wasn't this week that they went back, but it was next week. You know, so like the whole week, you know, like went from Labor Day and the the whole week ended up being like uh, a party and uh, and being prepared all at the same time, you know. So I hope that this uh, has been a beautiful weekend for you on the Northeast. We have had the most beautiful summer, haven't we? All you Northeast Easterners, haven't we had the most beautiful summer. This has been such a gorgeous summer. It's like everybody you go on, like, oh my God, it is so gorgeous out. You know, I know it's 100 degrees, but it's 100 degrees with a tropical breeze. You know, it's amazing. And I have really enjoyed the climate this summer. It is, for me, it's it's been amazing. Uh, and I'm looking forward to on the Northeast, why some of us love the Northeast so much is because 
we really get the seasons, y'all. We do. We we get the most beautiful seasons in the world on the Northeast where we really get to um, really celebrate uh, and the weather cooperates, right? You know, so what do we got coming up? We got harvest time. We got harvest time coming up, which is, 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 is actually one of my favorite times of year. And it became one of my favorite times of year after I started having children. That's true because what we what I used to get get all down into after I had kids and I didn't do all that stuff before I had kids. You know, I just realized, oh my goodness, look at all the stuff I do now. You know, I didn't do all this stuff. And it ended up being it used to be Christmas and it, it started being that harvest time. Uh, became my favorite, you know, like, you know, the rolls of hay and all the stuff that, you know, I used to do for the children that and, and we used to go out and just really, you know, make a day of it, you know, buying all the stuff to decorate the, um, uh, the, the, the porch with which is which is a lot, a lot of fun. So I hope you enjoyed as much as I do. And I hope that you've had an amazing summer and you are ready to go into uh, a beautiful autumn. So what do I want to talk about today? I want to talk about changing seasons. Okay, we're going into a new season. Okay, Uh, and uh, with the change of a season, what I have discovered because I was in a relationship for a long time, and I found that it gave us an opportunity to create new goals, okay? To create new goals and to refresh the existing goals um, and, you know, like add some fun new stuff to it, you know, because, right, it's all a growing process. The longer we're on the spike with our partners, the more we learn about each other. And then we start creating and learning more things on our own about ourselves. And you actually start discovering like, yeah, I, I want a little more of this or I want a little more of that or, and, you know, so getting on that bike and creating something new and talking about it with your partner, I find to be very exciting. I find it to be very exciting. And that's what I want to talk about on today's Beard This and That show. I want to talk about the change of seasons and how we can make going into this season absolutely amazing. Okay. I'm going to take a break. Uh, I, I, what am I drinking today? Because I'm, I'm taking a water break today. I don't know what you folks are drinking. Perhaps you got some fruity, beautiful wine stuff going on on your table or something that you've created or, you know, maybe some hot beverages or something. But right now I am taking a water beverage. And uh, when I return, I'm going to get back into talking about the shift of seasons and how we can improve and create amazing love with that season. Back in a moment. 
And we're back. You're listening to Bear This and That Relationship Radio. I'm your host, Cynthia DeLeonardo. So what am I talking about today, folks? It's a change of seasons, right? It's change of seasons. That is hot on the press today, and it's happening this weekend. This weekend is the finale of our summer uh, you know, switcheroonie type of thing. For those of you who live down south, uh, right, it's, things are going to cool down a little bit, right? They're going to start to chill out a little bit, um, right, in the next few weeks, right? Uh, and I know you guys in January have some really amazing weather coming up, right? It's like 60s and 70s, right? It feels really great to be outside and you get a little relief from the real hot, humid weather. And us too. So, you know, up north, you know, we're about to go into um, uh, some of the most beautiful season that we have on the northeast, and that is the autumn time. So with the seasons is I find that we get into a different shift in our moods, right? I think we do, you know, because life is changing for us. You know, our kids are going back to school. And and for some of you, you know, working adults, perhaps you're doing something different. You know, this COVID thing really opened up a lot of different things for us career-wise. And a lot of us, you know, started to look around and, and, and uh, came to the conclusion that, um, you know what, I think I'm going to take this opportunity to go back to school. Or, you know, there was some business that you, you started building. You went out and got your LLC and you're on a whole new career track and possibly you're taking courses and classes and you're back in school, you know, doing a master's program or something. So there's a lot of different things that have taken place over the last couple of years that we do professionally. And I believe all that stuff affects our love life. (laughs) Isn't it really? It does. It's an adjustment. It's an adjustment with our family. And it's, it's also a very big adjustment to our partnership, our really, our intimate relationship. All right. So, and speaking of shifts, uh, and changes. How many of you are, you know, looking for places and you're moving around and you're house hunting or you're, how many of you are, are, are getting back into the city? Okay. Cause some people, I, you know, I've read, you know, the other day that a lot of people are back in the city, you know, they were like suburbanites and now they're city mites, you know, right? Depending on the jobs and, you know, and, and kids going back to school and stuff like that. So this season and every season is change. Okay. So I want to stay on a path right now that if you're changing seasons and you're sending kids to college or you're looking for housing, this is what I want to talk about right now that I found a magnificent place. And it is in the city of Philadelphia and it's absolutely magnificent. It truly is. I don't exaggerate a whole lot. You know, whatever I'm talking up big, you can best believe that there's something like really amazing to back it up. Okay, so if you decided to show up to this place, Bonson, that I'm about to really blow up big and tell you about, you're not going to be surprised when you walk in. It's like a hotel with amazing amenities. How many of you love the idea of vacations because of the great hotels? 
<laughs> right, right. Really, sometimes the hotel stay and the service that we get in hotels really makes the vacation feel complete. Don't you believe that? I do. I mean, a bad stay at a hotel could be, you know, could really ruin your vacation. So I want to talk about this place, Masson. It's a hotel with amazing amenities. It's also a chef's dream to prepare and nurturing your cooking abilities. It's a gem to play and sport your best game. It's a state-of-the-art movie theater with amazing surround sound. And how about looking good and getting fit in their fitness center? Or toning out for an evening to relax on your favorite yoga mat? How about stretching a couple right, left, front to back? It makes the bones feel really good, yes? Well, this beautiful, magnificent place that I'm talking about is called Masson or Mason, (laughs) however you want to pronounce it, okay? It's M-A-S-O-N. It's in the heart of Philadelphia, and they are Philadelphia's newest trend, where one door opens up your own private city to everything you've dreamed. Luxurious spaces and abundance for study time, or private study rooms for the big exams. This is a place that complements a lot of different lifestyles. Uh, There's a lot of college folks here of all different ages, because as I was just saying, a lot of us old folks have decided to go back to school. So depending on what you're looking for, they have it. There are um, studios here for the college students. Uh, There are apartments here. There's a a lot of different lifestyles. So it complements most lifestyles, people. So what you want to do is you want to come on down and take a tour and see if this is something that would complement what you're looking for. There's study lounges, there's social lounges, it's fun, they have indoor recreation, they have a movie theater, they have a lot of different things here that is amazing uh, for just getting out of your apartment. And it's one of those places that you get out and you feel like you're taking a walk around the neighborhood in here, really. Uh, that, that really is a true. So they have something as large as um, one bedroom, and then they have studios that, that, that are a little significantly smaller. Depending on what you're looking for, I can promise you they have it. This is great living, and this is great living that's available right now. They have provided security for your safety and Wi-Fi throughout. Why? Because they love you. <laughs> they love you. And they want you to have a great time on your stay here. They want to talk to you right now. We want to talk to you now. I want you to call us at 680 Outpost. We're conveniently located in the heart of University City at 3701 Chestnut Street. You can take a bus, board a train. It's easy. Just tell them you need to get to Masson. So, you know, the way we live people contributes big to how we feel. Wouldn't you say that that's the truth on your lifestyle, uh, on your experience with life, like depending on where you've lived, right? How many of you have like, oh my God, that was our favorite home because all of these amazing things happened while we were living there and, you know, the karma was good and, right? It, 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 and I do believe it's, it's, it's about 
great karma because uh, it's it's about energy. It's about being able to really manifest something that feels great. You know, when everything you feel like is aligning up or or just lining up and everything feels good all at the same time with your family and your partnership. And it's like, wow, it's just really, I don't know really what it was when we were living in that place, but everything just really went great for us, right? And how many of you ever want to leave those neighborhoods when you have that kind of feeling? Right. And when your husband comes home one day and he says, you know, I got to we got to move. You know, I just got a raise and I'm going to get possibly twice the amount that we're now getting paid. And how many of you have had the feelings of angst because of the feeling of amazing that you feel in the place that you're currently in? Right. And it's a, it's a real hard coin toss of do we take the money and leave something that we love, or do we stay here and make lesser money because we feel very secure here? You know, it's one of those things. So um, it's about really thinking and investing in what's mandatory priority, what you have to do, and also what you can afford not to do in exchange for something perhaps is more valuable. And that's how you feel about your lives. Yes? It's how you feel about your life, something much more valuable, you know. So it's it's um, it comes down to a lifestyle thing with with your partnership, but what you want to do and what you can do, and looking at your long range goals is really what's going to contribute greater on the actions that you take. You know, this this fall season with moving around and shifting gears. As I started this show tonight, I talked to you about that I wanted to talk about how seasons, how we can really freshen our love because it's a new season and it's always a new opportunity to make change, to freshen our goals, or to recreate or create something entirely different perhaps that you want, right? that you want and and it's the change of seasons uh gives uh an excuse for you to go to your partner and say hey you know it's a brand new season and i've been thinking and i want us to do this this and that and the other we didn't get to do all the hay rides that i like to do last year so you know what i want to put that on my list and you know you can open it up with a hay ride kind of conversation you know you can you know uh, you can talk about the hayride that you didn't get last year and that you want to get this year and what is going to accompany that hayride is all these new life goals, you know? So you can open it up however you want to, but it's it's a great opportunity to do something uh, different and special with the people that you love. And this all includes your children, by the way, okay? My specialty is obviously relationships. That's where I focus, okay? Because I believe that when we have a great relationship with our partners, that it creates better people, okay? We become better people for it, uh, and that leans into everything that we have to be and everything that we are. That's from being amazing parents, okay, obviously terrific people, 
and it also walks in every direction that you go in your lives. Okay, that's your career, that's your friendships, that's your extended family, that's everything that you invest your time into. It goes with you, your packet, wherever you go, right? Wherever you go, it, it just automatically gets packed with you. So this is a great time to go to your partner and um, something that you've been thinking about or that you want or you want to do more of, or it can be something that you collaborate with your partner and say, um, I don't know, I feel like we're kind of like in a slump, slump, slump or something. I don't know, <laughs> whatever you're going through, right? Depending on how your relationship's been going. It would be a great time to, you know, stir it up a little bit and see exactly what is going on, okay? Depending on what's personally been going on in your life. How do we begin to build these great foundations of love? There's a lot of different things that attribute to great lives and great relationships, Okay, and the main path of great lives is always a solid, great foundation. Always. Okay, so no matter what you're dealing with now, it it is always going to be that. That never changes. No matter how long you've been married or if you're just starting to get together and you're creating something together and the newbies out there, it's about creating something that's sturdy, okay? Solid, okay, okay? And what does that mean? Because a young couple just starting out might not completely know, well, what is that, you know? What what does it take and what really is it? How do I know I have something that's solid and sturdy? How do I know? I look at it like when we are in a home, right? It's, a, it's an analogy I'm going to use tonight, that when you're in your home, how do you feel when you're walking across the floor or, in, or going in and out of all your rooms? Are, are any of the floors feel squeaky or do they make noise do you have a sense of vulnerability <laughs> when you're walking uh, on any of your floors? Like, oops, you know, I really hope this doesn't cave in today. This is not the day that I can afford to fall in anywhere to, for this to the whole thing to cave. Yes, especially when we're upstairs, right? Have you ever lived in a home where when everything is great on the first floor, but when but then you go upstairs? Okay, you go upstairs and it's. It's like taking risk every day. Like you feel like, um, I don't really know why this makes so much noise here. You know, I feel a, a weakening right here in this spot in the foundation. Babe, I don't know that I really would have the kids play in this room today, right? It's like that, okay? It's like that. It's that sort of vulnerability uh, feeling like we could be truly compromised physically, right? Um, but our relationships can feel that impact. And what does that feel like? It feels very vulnerable, and I don't um, mean vulnerable in a way where our hearts open and 
you know, we're just uh, open up to, opened up to a partner with this love thing. And it's a vulnerability that feels weakened. It's at that side of vulnerability. We have a lot of vulnerability in our lives. And there's some vulnerability when you're so in love and you just have opened yourself up and it's like, wow, this is very scary, but I'm going to do it because it feels right and you just start going in that direction. And then there's another vulnerability that we have where it feels like, ooh, you know, like it's almost like when you get hurt and you and it scabs over and how many of you, the scab is itchy and irritating and you can't stand it and you hate it. And you pick the scab off before it ever healed, right? And now it feel you feel raw and vulnerable. It's like, oh my God, why did I do that, right? It's, it's that sort of vulnerability where it doesn't feel good, okay? And... Why doesn't it feel good? Because sometimes something's wrong. The other time it's because you haven't invested enough of the essential pieces of the relationship into your partnership. Okay. And that's where the vulnerabilities feel weakened. And that's where the foundation just doesn't hold up. Okay, the essential ingredients that we have to invest in our partnership. Sometimes we invest just enough to skate, right? Okay, just enough, right? I'm not going to lay the carpet in the whole house. I know the floor is very cold this winter, but I'm just going to put the carpet in the rooms that we're in the most. And, you know, the other room's going to be a little uncomfortable when we walk in there. So make sure you wear your boots, right? You know, so um, when you're building your foundation of love, you really don't want cold and chilly areas throughout the relationship. (laughs) You just don't. You want that no matter where you're at in the relationship, what you're doing, that it feels warm, safe, and loving, okay? It feels trustworthy, secure, okay? And it feels like this is tight, Okay, it's tight. It's tight. Okay, it's tight. It's tight on all ends, no matter where you look and where you try to like see if there's a seam exposed. It's tight. Okay. How do you know it's not tight when you have, you know, leaky foundations? It's loose. And here's what happens when we know when we discover it, because sometimes we don't really know what we don't know in relationships. We don't know what we don't know, especially as newbies. We're just on this thing where I've been on the bike pedaling, but you know, you haven't been on the bike long enough to know what you end up knowing <laughs> or know what you end up learning. And we'll know when we haven't built uh, a sturdy foundation is when when you start getting a lot of problems in your relationships. Every little nitpick little thing, you know, is just blowing this thing up and it's crazy. It's a nuisance. It's a lot of nonsense. It's a lot of baloney. And it just seems like every little thing that every time the wind blows, you know, a leaf in your house that it's a problem. Okay. 
Whenever you have a relationship that everything is being picked at all the time, or you're arguing a lot, because what how it how it represents its its ugliness is you'll be arguing a lot, you'll be disagreeing a lot. There, it doesn't have to be big fights, but it's little nuisance things, little nitpicky things, and you'll be annoyed with your partner and vice versa, and it it doesn't feel smooth. Okay, it's like for those of you DIYers out there, when you're sanding down something, right? We sand it with the goal of doing it until it's smooth, right? All right, every now and then maybe somebody takes a shortcut and they leave it coarse and it's like, oh, right? Okay, it bites if you touch it. You know, so it, it should feel smooth, the relationship. When the foundation, when either when we haven't really invested all of the right things for a consistent amount of time, anything and, and everywhere the wind blows will be a problem. Okay. Weakened foundations in relationships can't and do not, for the most part, withstand a lot of pressure. I just, it's not strong enough. Okay, so everything, you know, that people come in with and it leaves you, you know, it leaves you very vulnerable. Okay, any sort of nonsense between your family, work, job, everything comes between the two of you. Okay, there's too much space there. People are wedging in all sorts of nonsense. It's almost like all the junk mail we get every day. Right. How many of you? open up the junk mail still. A lot of times we used to just sit and do that for an hour, you know, for the whole week, right? This is all the junk we got this week. And you sit there for an hour and you open it all up. How many of you now sort of recognize the junk mail now by the look of the envelope on the outside and you just chuck it before you even open it? It never even comes in the house, right? How many of you sit and do that outside at the mailbox outside? Doesn't even go in the house, right? That's what I used to do. It didn't even come in the house. It would make, I mean, I certainly didn't throw it out in the trash in the street or anything. But when I used to retrieve it, I would throw it out by the time I was in the garage. I didn't even want it going in the house. Okay. That is the same as the nonsense issues that come into our relationships that if the foundation has been weakened, uh, and how does that happen? In a lot of different ways, you know, in a lot of different ways, you know, it, it impacts the relationship, okay, from from um, not loving each other enough, um, not building the friendship. There's so many different things that go on here. And I can very, very easily do a, a continuation series on this because there are so many different components to having a great relationship and and building goals for our relationship and freshening the love. There's so many different things that we do here and that goes into your relationship that makes it that good. So that whenever you're eyeballing from a distance and you see these like amazing relationships, you got to know that it looks real easy because these people make it look that easy. But I could tell you that they have invested a lot of time. They invested a lot of their time. 
okay? It just doesn't happen naturally all the time. It may happen naturally in the beginning. But with, with, with time, because life throws these things at us, that we have to build and invest to be able to withstand the pressures of life. Okay, and it doesn't mean that anybody's at fault. It's just the pressures of life, you know, pressures of changing jobs, right? You know, and uh, our family, and, you know, we're not responsible for everyone in our family and everything that they bring to our table, you know? So, you know, so it's pressures from a lot of different directions, okay? And then we add on to that whom we are, the stuff we're going through, forget about everything else going on out there, but what what do you think about what I'm going through? You know what I mean? So we, we have to be able to manage all of life's stuff on this relationship, okay? It's like being on a tightrope uh, sometimes and being able to balance all this stuff without falling off, Right? Or being on the trampoline, right? And somebody keeps handing you all this stuff and now you're getting heavy, you know, holding all this stuff on your back and you're starting to sink to the ground, you know, right? You can't jump anymore, right? And I got on the trampoline when we first started dating. We were just jumping. It was great. And we were we were jumping so high, we could. T- it seemed like we could touch the clouds. And then as our life started to get very busy and all these add-ons, now people start giving you stuff and you realize that you can't jump, right? You can't jump on the trampoline anymore and have fun anymore. You get on the trampoline now and you've got so much stuff you're carrying that you sink immediately that you get on this thing. Dealing with life is being able to deal with everything effectively, and balance it so that it doesn't weigh you down, okay? So it doesn't weigh you down, okay? How do we know that our foundation has been weakened when we feel that weighed down? It's like, oh my God, if I could just stand up, I can't get up. I got so much stuff on my back, right? All right, and that's how we know it's like either too much stuff or we haven't been dealing with the stuff that's been coming to us. Building strong foundations is not an overnight thing. Never. It would be impossible. You may have an amazing and very strong love, but building a foundation is like building a home, okay? It takes time, right? And how many of you have the luxury, okay, to live in a really sound home. This has nothing to do with square footage. This is about moving into a home that is well built. Okay. They didn't put it up overnight. Okay. Although that is possible. You know, you get a hundred people out there, they can put up a home overnight. But this is about building a home with enough love that they cared enough to build it, take their time a little bit, okay, and build it really well, okay? How many of you have ever lived in like really well-built homes, okay? Real, I mean, really well-built homes, like, whoa, you know? I lived in like one, like, wow, this is a well-built home, and we went for that at this particular time in our lives. We were like, 
weed this next time around, right? You save a little money, you work something, you work a little bit, and you've got some nest eggs saved. And how many of you say the next time we move in is going to be just what we want? But we, the most important thing is to have it be well built. Never mind the square footage. You can have a home that's of modest means be one of the most well-built homes you've ever lived in. And that is everything is sound and solid and put together with great effort. Everything, right? From, what do they say? I used to have a friend of mine say, from soup to nuts. I'm going to hear that from her, right? We work side by side together. And I would hear her on the phone. And man, I heard, you know, like a hundred times a day as she was talking to clients from soup to nuts. Man, that was her outfit, right? And if it, if she said from soup to nuts, it mean that she had everything there, that there was no loose screws, okay, nothing, okay, no washers that somebody forgot to put on, right? How many of you ever walked into a home and you, you, you're looking for houses and you go to turn the water on on the faucets and the washers have worn out or somebody forgot to put them on, right? And the water just spritz, spritz, spritzes out all over your, your, your beautiful suit, right? This is the stuff that I'm talking about. It seems like a minor detail. But what does it do the instant that you turn that on and you get sprayed like that? Okay, it's a bad impression. It's like, wait a minute. They couldn't put a washer on the darn thing. It's like, come on, right? And it kind of spoils it for you a little bit, even though you know you can do it. It's the effect that people didn't care enough to do it. You know what I mean? It's like, wait a minute, right? It, so in relationships, it can be a lot of little things like that. But a lot of little things like that add up to huge problems, Okay, a washer there, you know, right? Um, something else there. And on a house, it's, it's, it can be hundreds of things. It's a little thing here. And it's very annoying for people who like everything tight, right? But that's the way I look at our relationships. It's being able to not have all those things that it's all tight. I don't care what room you went in. Nobody forgot a screw in the hinge. Because I've seen that too. It's like, wait a minute, why is this door like this? There's somebody, brand new house, somebody didn't put all the screws in the hinges for the doors. It's annoying, right? It is annoying. But it's the same things that happen in relationships. One little thing there, you know, and all of a sudden, you know, you got a big problem. But the main thing that I want to make a point about is this, is that when you go into a house like that, You may love the house, but when you leave, you say it's not tight, okay? I know with urgency they're trying to sell this house, but they would have sold it already if they would have had everything tight because we leave and we say, your wife might say, well, you know you can do those things, but it's not the same thing. It's the impression that it leaves you with, opposed to a house that you go across the street to on the same block. And every, it may not have the screw footage that you want, but you go in and it's tight. You can't find anything wrong, big or small, with this home. It's tight. No matter where you go, right? How many of us go looking for problems when we're sh- house shopping? 
we want to find a problem because we're trying to see what is visible to the eye because we automatically assume how many people shop like what I'm going to say to you right now. I'll give you an example. You believe that if you find something that's visible to the eye, there, there must be a big thing that's hidden from us, right? That we can't see, right? So this is why it's not good, people. <laughs> Do a whole, you know, podcast on home buying. It's not good to, to not have any loose ends when you're trying to sell a home. Because people do automatically assume that in relationships too. You can always assume that if you find things visible that are the obvious, that aren't tight in the relationships, that you might be suspect to believe there's something big under their brewing, like a home. Because it's a scary thing when you're house shopping, you start seeing it's not tight, and you're like, eh, I bet that boiler downstairs is broken. I mean, I bet when we need it the most, in the cold of winter, man, that first day when it freezes, man, that thing's going to go out. Don't you know it, right? And you start, you know, having those thoughts in your head. And what happens? You don't buy the home. You don't buy the home. Even though the house across the street is half the square footage, you go for the place that is tight. It makes a great impression. Why? You feel good. It feels safe. You feel like nothing's going to blow Okay, on the on the day that it's twenty degrees and the boiler blows right under the the the, the cold weather, the pressure of the cold weather. Okay, and right, how many of you have had that experience? And 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 your old man is like, you see, right? I knew it when we found all them things. Right, I knew it was something big. Right, this is going to cost us twenty five hundred dollars, man. Ow, right? Relationships are the same thing. A little thing here, a little thing there. And cumulatively, it builds something huge, okay? Because one annoyance here and your partner's like, there's only so much we can take as human beings, right? Really? You know, it's only so much we can handle. And there's only so much that we want to manage. Aren't you in a relationship to have fun? Right? Wait a minute. Where's all the love that I just signed my life to? Right? Hello, right? That's, that's what you're saying to yourself. I just signed up for this. Right? I signed my name to that piece of paper and I just sold myself to this person. Right? I, I want love, damn it. Right? And you go home and you're stopping your feet. Right? That's the way it feels in relationships. When we skip out and don't do the proper investing. Let me go back. Let me pull back just a little bit here because this is not an overnight thing. You know, at first we fall in love and oh, everything is great. But even in the beginning, you have it's building. And people who are very tight and buttoned up know it. They know because you can feel it. it's like, okay, I've had all these other relationships, but this one's different. How many of you said that? And now you're, you're an old married couple, right? I don't know. I like the other one, fell in love, was in lust with that one. Oh my God. But this one is different. But why does it feel different? I'll tell you why it feels different. Because there's a different type of investment being made here. Okay. By both partners at the same time. That's why. It's different. 
Maybe you take it a little more seriously. How many of your parents have ever said that? I don't know. We thought he was going to marry the last one, but I don't know. He's very buttoned up for this one. I, I don't know. I, yeah, I think he's serious this time. Finally, we thought it would never happen. Right? How many of you you have heard your parents say these things? Because there's something there different that you're doing. Okay, so no matter how easy people make it look or it appears like, oh my God, they don't even do anything and look at them. That's actually not true. They are doing something and they're doing it where it really counts. Okay, it's they're not taking each other for granted. They're really investing the time. Okay, it's about a lot, a lot of different things. And what I'm going to do here. Is because there's so much stuff involved in building something amazing that I can't just tell you everything in an hour. <laughs> that would be impossible. But I want to start tonight by you looking at this. Okay. Okay. Look at it. Because it is a great time to freshen up your relationship, create new goals. It really is. And I believe that when couples do this type of thing, that they actually have the best relationships of us all. That they just don't let all this time go by and it's just the same old thing, you know, same old thing. What are we having dinner? Well, we're having a usual that we have every Friday night. What do you think we're having? That it never goes there, Right. It never goes there. Instead, it's, well, what are we having for dinner tonight? Well, you'll never believe what I done cooked up for you tonight, right? That's where it should be, right there, okay? Oh, wait till you see this. Uh, what? Really? Yeah, that's where it should be, okay? Um, those are the fun relationships, how many times do people want to leave something that serves them? Really? Okay. And we can't really fall into the line where it was just boring. No. Okay. When people are really happy, they actually don't get bored. They just don't. When people are having a fun time, they actually don't leave. Okay. There's, because there's so many components to how relationships can be amazing. It's so much, it's so big on where people can be really elated. And it doesn't represent that we're elated about every essential, important part about a relationship all at the same time. I think it's in bits and pieces and in phases. You know, really, I do. I think it comes in phases and our moods because, you know, here comes life coming at us, driving at us full speed all the time. It's you know, that, that's, that's the way it happens. But what I want to emphasize with you tonight is to look at your partner and really think about what you want, especially if you've been there for a little bit, okay? Especially. What is it that you would desire more in the relationship that perhaps you don't feel you're getting enough of, or maybe you feel completely deprived? I don't know, right? But what what would you want if you could tell them what you want? Some of the reasons why we don't have the greatest relationships on earth, some of us, is because we never verbalize what we want. We just assume, you know, that, you know, we all know what to do all the time. And, you know, that's simply not true. 
you know, it's even for the people who are amazing people, it's simply not always true. We don't always know what to do, okay? But you would be doing your partner an amazing service by telling them what you want. It's not an insulting thing. I think it's being able to have that form of communication back and forth is what creates the best relationship in the world, that you can actually say it, what I want more of, or, you know, I would like this or like that. And some of us, you know, just back out the door without really telling our partner anything. And we, we sit before the judge and they say, well, why do you want this divorce? Well, I don't think she loves me anymore, right? And the judge and, and the judge says, well, why don't you love him anymore? Well, he never said that to me. I don't know. You know, you know so it, it can go round and round like that. And I think when you're looking at the different seasons, I, gives, I think it gives us a great excuse to go in and come up with some really neat groovy plans, goals or wants and wishes, or or even to just have fun with it, okay? One of the things that I believe makes couples really happy and their families, right? Because it's usually around every couple, there is a, a family, right? Kids, right? <laughs> right? Kids. Uh, and then there's the in-laws and, you know, all the other extended people, when the couple is happy, what happens to the family component, the extension of them? A lot of times it's really good, okay? It's really, really good a lot of times, especially when there's children there. It usually is really good when, when couples really have it together because what happens is when couples don't really have it together, kids could feel that. I mean, really, right? The kids might be happy, and you might be amazing people individually and amazing parents. But when couples are really joined together and it is just really good, the family is usually really good as a whole. It adds huge in every department that you look at. It just does. One of the biggest things about building a great foundation is wanting to build a great foundation, the whole desire. Having the desire to want to build something great makes it possible. It's like building a career, okay? Or wanting something so badly that you just, that whole saying, make it happen, and you do. Because you wanted it that badly. Right? So I think in relationships, the same applies, that same golden rule of when you want it that badly, don't we build it? Right? You wanted that 5,000 square foot house and you wanted it bad enough to work and put in all those extra hours, and now there you are, yes? It didn't look possible. And your former neighbor said that'll never happen, right? <laughs> It'll never happen. And then they see you moving into that house that you dreamed of that down the block, and they go, I can't believe that happened, right? Because you set up a goal and you said it's going to happen. And it may not be easy to make it happen, but you went on the whole line of, what do they say, make it happen? We were, that became very popular 
for our bosses to say to us, yes, because it was uh, a sort of jokey type thing and it became a very groovy thing that our bosses could kind of make a demand on us and then kind of like done playfully, but that you knew in the back of your mind that it was like, man, if I don't make it happen, I'm going to be out hustling, you know, for another uh, place to be next week, right? So it was one of those things that became very popular that um, it was a way that the boss person can come to you and kind of threaten you, but... uh, (laughs) But it was playful, but you knew that it was serious, you know? Make it happen, right? Make it happen before 5 o'clock, bro, right? But uh, so anyway, um, in our relationships, it's about making it happen. Because you, how does it happen? How do you make something happen? Because you want to, Okay. So building this amazing foundation is the investment of everything that has to go into the relationship with the energy and investment and desire of wanting to, wanting to do it, okay? That's the difference of when you see these amazing couples and you see people just kind of making it or they're obligated or they're just there, they're married. You know, it's a difference of you see these couples and it just looks magical. Like they like, how are they so happy all the time? You know, like, how do they do that? Because they've decided to really not only did they make the commitment, which we all decide to make that commitment, don't we? We all do. We make we all make the commitment, right? And we all decide at some point or another to sign that piece of paper. <laughs> it looks like a good deal, you know? It feels like it could be a good deal, so I'm going to go with it, right? So we all go with it, most of us, right? And then we look at our friends from left to right. Well, we all got married within a year or two years from each other. And why they, why they broke up? And how were they still together, right? So we can't figure it out. The difference is making that commitment and wanting to be committed enough to invest everything necessary to its success. Everything. Okay. And it's a lot of moving pieces, y'all, right? (laughs) A lot of pieces here, right? It's not just one thing, right? How many relationships? Well, she's so hot. Oh, my God. He's like, blah, I can't believe it. You know, so it. we all know that that's very lustful and amazing and it's great turn-ons and all that great stuff. But there's a lot of other pieces in this thing, isn't there? And we have to contribute to all that's necessary and mandatory for its long-term success, and that is the foundation. And the, the, the very test of a, a great foundation is the nonsense that can come to you, okay, that can come through your front door, uh, can come between you, and 
can uh, and what sort of thing does it does when it gets in, right? Some of the stuff that comes into our relationships, we know that we can't help. It's just life coming out at full speed, right? Here it comes. Oh, my God, doc, right? So some of the stuff that we go through, we it's like, you know, it's it's here. You know, right? What do you want to do? Are we going to handle it? And you'll know sometimes it's a test on the relationship. Like, oh, my God, if they just get through this, the parents are looking at you. Oh, I don't know if they're going to get through this. I hope they can make it. But And those couples do. Okay, and they do. And people can't believe it. It's like, oh my God, I didn't think they would ever get through that. And you and they did, right? And it's very surprising to some people because they can't imagine themselves walking through what they know you have. They can't, okay? And the test of the foundation of love is what you let in. That's the first thing. It's always about what you let get in your door. Like I said, I used a, uh, an analogy with my mail is I did have a habit. I didn't like the junk mail coming in. Like, why would you, why would you bring it in when you know you're just going to tear it up when you get in the kitchen? <laughs> that was the mindset I had. It was like, why do I want to like put my time there? You know, I'm so busy with stuff, you know? So I, I would get it in the garage door. And I would like sort it out there, but it didn't make it into the kitchen, right? And take up, you know, like my good garbage can space, right? That was for like the real garbage, right? But not for this, the fake stuff that never had a reason to be in there. And that is what it is, people. Like how much stuff do you allow nonsense to get into your house, Okay. And we all know that's a million and one things. It's gossip, it's people, it's sometimes it's people who are looking to poke you with sticks to start something. They're too happy right now. <laughs> I want you to start something, right? They're too happy. It's 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 sickening. They're so damn happy. I hate it, right? How many of you know people like that, right? And I today it's a scary thing because there's a lot of people walking around that they're just unhappy for some reason. I'm not going to build my show on that. But we know who they are. Yes, the characteristics are always the same. The faces change all the time. But some of us are so good at, at people that we know it when we see it. And we're like, no, <laughs> no, no, and no. All right. Uh, so you're really good at stopping the nonsense before it takes residence. Being able to be that tight uh, is not one person in the relationship. That is a dual partnership decision. Like the both of you have got it so tight and buttoned up, you're like, uh-uh, that's not happening, right? And you and the both of you mutually know when something is great for the relationship and healthy for your family, and you both will know when no, right? You just do. I believe that that only comes with time. And for some of us experience, you've been on the bike for a little bit. You know from the last time in that last relationship, like three relations, four or five relationships ago, I know what that felt like. And that's not going to happen with this. I mean, that's, that's part of life experience for newbies. It will come down to a couple of hiccups. You'll feel what it feels like. You won't like it. And the next time, 
you'll tighten up the belt a little bit around you. It just won't come in, yes? For all of us, whether it's a long-term thing or you're just getting together and there's not a lot of life experience around anything, it's also about the amount of love you put in. I do believe I'm a little bit of a cornball on this love thing. I do believe when you love people that much that you want to go the extra mile to make them happy. I, I don't believe that ever really changes people. I don't. I think when you love people that much that you don't even let nuisance things bother you. You know when relationships are getting problemsome, when you pull back from your relationships, then all of a sudden everything that they do bothers you. You ever been in a relationship like that? Okay. How about in relationships where you you are really totally in love with these people? And just like not a lot of stuff bothers you because... They walk on water as far as you're concerned, right? <laughs> I can't do anything wrong. They're like, what do you mean? You know, this, this person is amazing, right? You almost get indignant when you hear somebody make a, a, a wrong comment, a left or right regarding them, yes? Okay. So it is wanting to really be amazing in the relationship, having that desire. And I think when we have that desire, it comes from what? It comes from love, okay? Love makes people do some amazing things. People go crazy when they really fall in love. They do. I have been there too. People do a lot of things when they're that deeply in love, okay? If you're not and it's, you know, it's you could be take it or leave it or the commitment, it will show up in the relationship and the quality and how you handle things and the nonsense that you let in and how you fall through that foundation of the, the, the ground floor in your relationship or not, okay, or not, okay. So it's a funny thing about what we invest, and two of the things that are a must, and I'm going to leave it here for, for tonight's segment. Building the foundation, freshening up your love, and it will always, always be making sure that your foundation is tight when you're freshening up your goals. You can add all of your own ideas here, but I'm giving you my idea for you whenever you're freshening up your goal is to look at the foundation, like look at it, okay? And that is how does the relationship feel? That's what your foundation, how does it feel? Does it feel good? Does it feel like something could come in and, you know, cave it, you know? Or what does it feel like? Do you feel vulnerable in the relationship? Do you feel secure? Okay. Do you worry about the relationship? Are you sweating the relationship? That's a vulnerability and that's a vulnerability in the foundation. And you can feel it. There's no such thing as you can't feel it. You will know whether it's very strong or not. If you, you feel so secure and everything feels is very tight, you're going to feel that too. 
I, I feel the best that I've ever felt in years about anything and anybody. You'll know these things. Anytime you're, you're questioning things, security or anything, love, does he love me still? I don't know if she still likes me. Does she want me? That's a vulnerability in the foundation. Something is there that either you can't see, there's a vulnerability that you need to search and explore to see what's happening. Okay. The newbies, it's a little different for you because you're building something here. And any foundation, even on the a long relationships, there always has to be constant investing. Because even the best of relationships, you know how somebody may say, well, you know, I love you. I don't know. How long have we been married? You know, you can't really do that to people. You know, really, come on. If someone is questioning the love that you have for them, it's because something is being compromised there. And maybe you don't see it, but the fact that they're feeling it means it's there. It, it, it's, it's existing because the people, I don't believe, feel that way for no reason. There's something there that maybe we just don't want to explore or, or, or perhaps the relationships is going through a time where we're no longer really investing. I look at it like a great career. If you're a physician, if you're an attorney, if you're a lot of different things, we have to keep training. Okay? Would you let a doctor that hasn't been up to date on his studies or take re-exams for a test, do surgery on you for something that just came out, you know, a week ago? You're going to want to know, like, okay, so... How many of these have you done and where did you train and when's the last time you were retested? You know, so, you know, the laws are set up to, to a degree where in this country that's not supposed to happen, right? But in relationships, all of the same thing applies that, uh, you know, if you stop investing people, what do you think you're going to get, okay? You're going to get a partner who simply... They may not know what's wrong, but they'll feel some sort of like breach of contract between you and them, you know, that they will. They won't always know. We're not all psychologists and therapists and all these things. Okay, well, we know where to look and stuff. And sometimes the closer you are to people, the more sometimes you sometimes you won't really know what to do. Okay, because you're so close to it that you can't get on the outside of it and look as a stranger could obviously see what's happening. Sometimes when we're so involved in something, we simply sometimes don't want to see it. Right? We don't want to see it. Please don't show me right now. Right. I'm not in the mood. You know, so it's that's what people feel when there's uh, a crack in the foundation. They start feeling insecure, and that insecurity is shown and expressed in so many different ways, really. What we argue about and what we bicker about and sometimes what we converse about sometimes is not even close to what the real problem is, because sometimes we just don't know where to look and what is wrong. Okay, but it will show up is something's wrong here. I don't feel 
good. I, you know, if you're questioning people's love for you or their dedication and devotion to you, it's because the foundation is no longer strong. Somebody stop investing. <laughs> or, or maybe both partners stop investing. Okay. So I believe uh, whether newbie or you have been on the bike for a while together, uh, that we must always be working towards our love, always, okay? And, and it 